Before then, we've got uh, a big fight behind closed doors on Saturday and looking ahead as well to August the 20 to August the 29th when Daniel Dubois will face a very experienced German Eric Pfeiffer. So before we go any further, I'll invite those fighters up to the front here. First of all, Eric Pfeiffer and uh, his translator, Errol Silan. And promoter and manager. All rounder. And now joining us as well, please, Daniel Dubois. This is a gentleman called gentleman's quarterly um, fashion shoot today, boys. Just in case you're unaware. Frank, if you'd like to uh, start this off, I mean, the obvious observation is that this is a, a very, very real fight for Daniel Dubois against a guy who's twice been a world championship bronze medalist. He's twice performed in the Olympics, undefeated now as a pro. You didn't really have to take this, did you? No, we didn't, but uh, both the boys, Daniel and Joe, uh, by the time they do fight, which I hope they're going to fight, and you're not going to upset the odds, but by the time they fight in, uh, in October, Daniel would have been out for 10 months, and I think Joe for about, what, 14 months, isn't it, I think, or so. So they need fights. Um, obviously, we got this situation with COVID, so we looked to go to find opponents from a country that uh, we felt safe with, which was in Germany, and we've got Eric for Daniel. It's a tough fight, as you say. He's a... Uh, He's a seasoned campaigner as, as far as an amateur is concerned, two Olympic Games. I think he's beaten Tony Oka twice in the WBPBS, whatever it's called. PBC. PBC, he knows better than I do. Uh, he's beaten him twice, so you know he's got a tremendous um, amateur pedigree. And he's undefeated as a pro, seven fights, seven wins. He's a WBO European champion. And knowing Daniel, he's undefeated. He's probably the... Uh, a lot of people consider being you know, the outstanding young prospect in heavyweight boxing. So this is a good fight. It's a tough fight for both of them. Uh, but he doesn't flinch, Daniel. He said that he wants it. So that's what we've done. I spoke with Tony and Martin Bowers, and uh, we had quite a lengthy discussion. And in the end of the day, at the end of the day, this is the opponent we settled on. But this, I don't want it to be a banana skin. And I've seen it happen before. It can go back many, many years when you look at fights, big fights that were coming up and... You look at like Danny McAlinden years ago who was going to have that big fight with Joe Bugner and, and he unfortunately got beat. Um, I remember uh, Paul Ryan who was ranked number one in the world, had a world title fight. He wanted a warm-up fight, got beat. These things happen. So Daniel's got to be top of his game. And for Eric, he knows 100% that if he was to win the fight, he's in the, he's, he, he's, he jumps into being the, 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 the number one outstanding prospect. That's how it is. Well, before we hear from Daniel, let's uh, hear from Eric. As I say, undefeated in seven fights. We talked about the preparations preparations for this contest. How difficult has it been training in Germany and getting ready and getting yourself up to match fitness? I have a good preparation still, a good training. 
Now we start with the sparring time, but uh, also in the quarantine, we find ways how I can stay uh, fit. And what does Eric think, please, about Daniel as a fighter and as a boxer? He's a good fighter, but uh, not a good boxer. Not a good boxer. Would you care to amplify that? Say a little more about that. From the style, he say. From the style, he have not good amateur career, and he's not. Uh, isn't isn't puncher. So, reading between the lines, do you think that you are going to get in there at the end of August and outbox Daniel? Thanks for that. I will do both. I will box and fight. So you think you can outfight him as well as outbox him? Yeah. Right. Daniel, welcome. What's uh, your reaction hearing that? Not at all. No, nothing. You know, this is pros. This is an amateur no more. Um, I did all I, did, I needed to learn from the amateurs, and, and that skill set is going gonna, is gonna to help me to make this fight look easy and get away with a win and a good win and uh, make a statement. How do you think that it's going to be easy? Why? What makes you think that? I'll show you on a night, but I know what I've got and, and you know, all the sticky goals that I've just accumulated through my amateur and my professional career. And right now, I want to just, you know, train is back underway and then build momentum and, you know, showing that this is the professional business. How much have you actually seen of Eric? How much have you been able to study him? Uh... I haven't really studied him. Uh, I, spar I remember sparring him when I was on the GB squad. That was when I was about 16. And um, we jumped in a few rounds, and that's the little I, I've really seen of him. But I've, see I've, see I've seen of him in the amateur circuit, so I know he's been around and he's a veteran. But um, I'm going to be too young, too strong, and just use all my youth and power just to take over. And uh, tell us as well how you'll be looking on Saturday. You'll be watching Joe Joyce, of course. How uh, how much of a problem do you think he might possibly have against Michael Vallish? Um I don't know anything about Michael Vallish. Uh, I'm going to be watching Saturday because uh, we have unfinished business and I want to, you know, f you know, finish, you know, you know, complete what, what, what hasn't even finished yet and, uh, you know, get the fight on, underway with Joe and, you know, prove I'm the better fighter. Can I ask uh, Eric what's it, what your thoughts are about fighting without a crowd, fighting behind closed doors? It's, it looks shit, but that's, that's happened, what you can do. You have to fight without crowds. But it's not a good feeling. Why will it be, why will it be difficult? I like better to fight with crowd because they push me or if they push the opponent, that's another uh, as under, uh, other feeling. Do you think it's going to affect you, Daniel? Um, no, with or without a crowd, I'm going to perform. So the, the idea of not having the motivation of the cheering and the partisan support, that's not going to worry you? I would definitely prefer it and uh, to have the energy and the buzz of the audience there because that's we're gladiators, and that's what we train for, to entertain the audience. But um, I'm, I'm still going to just do 
do my business and settle it in the ring. You heard Frank talk about some of the upsets of years gone by. You know, you could add to that Mike Tyson losing to Buster Douglas when a match against Evander Holyfield was lined up. Uh, Lennox Lewis when he was going to fight Tommy Morrison. Michael Bent goes and starches Morrison in a round. How, how worried are you just a little bit about the danger of the slip-up? I'm not, you know, I'm never over underestimate anyone, any opponent. I prepare for it like a world title fight every time I get in the ring. So that's not going to be the case at all. Frank, just uh, finishing on this one with yourself. It's uh, kind of a, a, it's a learning operation all the way, isn't it, with Daniel? And he's passed every test which has been put in front of him so far. This one potentially is different again. Yeah, every, every fight is. I mean, it's, uh, it's come under unusual circumstances. It's a risk fight. But with big guys, all fights are risk. You know, they throw bombs. They, you know, we've, as you mentioned, a few uh, fights that didn't come off because of uh, the upsets. But the bottom line is I've got confidence in Daniel. And he's got, and he's got m more confidence than all of us in his own ability. So it is what it is. We get the fighter beyond. The people who benefit from it are the fans again. The people who are watching it on BT, watch it live, you're going to see something, I think, a little bit special. And potentially, I know you've gone on record saying that, in your opinion, Daniel is close to a world title shot. This is, would be another step in the right direction big time. Look, he's, got to, he's got to be Eric to fight Joe to get to there. I mean, there's a lot of steps there. It's, not, it's a staircase. I can, see Joe, I can see, see Joe and snarling then, and Joe, Of course he's smiling, because he's got different... He, they got, you know, he's got different ideas. Of course he has, and I'm sure we'll hear from that afterwards. But that's what it's all about. And, you know, it's a, it's a shame, because we probably... If it hadn't been for this epidemic, we'd be here today talking about the winner of their fight, what they were doing next. But it is what it is. And, uh, and as I say, we best laid plain plans and all that sort of stuff. But the... Uh, the situation is both of them have got to get through tough opponents. We haven't gone easy on them at all. They've both got tough, tough jobs in front of them. But they're good fighters. They're quality fighters, and that's what it's all about. Final word from the two guys then. The fight on Saturday. Eric, how do you anticipate it finishing? How are you going to win? What we're going to see? He's very snobbed, uh, Daniels, Daniel Dubois. And it will be uh, uh, fanatic um, wrong. That so he he will lose because he, because he's so snobbed. He don't understand the business. He's uh, he think he's very very good, but boxing is another uh, world. Welcome to the boxing world. You've not been in that boxing world for a long time, have you? Well, he's in it. So we're gonna have some real good fight. These two guys are gonna put it on. And they know, they know what it means for the winners. The winners of these fights are going to go on and fight for a world title. So it's, it's for everybody. They're all there to get. And they're all going to put it on the line. Daniel, more uh, excitement, more fireworks? Definitely. You're going to see a devastating performance. And like everyone other my fights, um, a devastating finish. So we've got this coming up at the end of August. Before that, we've got Joe Joyce in action on Saturday. And we'll uh, clear the stage now. You will have an opportunity to do one-on-one -on -one interviews, of course, with all the guys here. And uh, 
and also there will be uh, a little bit of a, a face-off and a chat between Joe and Daniel before we finish today. So thank you very much for a conclusion of part one. Thanks, fellas. Thank you. If you ever wondered what happened to Devo, And welcome uh, the fighters up again now for our main event on Saturday in the next boxing behind closed doors that we're going to be showing on Saturday night on BT Sport. And first of all, from Germany, Michael Wallisch. And now undefeated in 10 fights and uh, starting as favorite for this one, of course, and he'll be hoping moving towards a fight against Daniel Dubois in October. Here's Joe Joyce. Let's uh, start again with, with Frank. Another heavyweight contest, top of the bill on Saturday, and a great one for the fans to look forward to. I'm looking forward to it. You know, as I say, Joe's been out for a long time. We've seen Michael's got a, a really good record. He's uh, very, very well respected in the trade. This is a tough fight for Joe. He's had, what, Joe's had 10 pro fights. He's had 23 pro fights. So it's not like we've brought over, you know, somebody's coming over and just make up the numbers. This is a tough, tough fight for Joe, but... We believe in Joe, and we believe that Joe's going to hopefully come through this. So we're looking for us to beat our guys, to beat the two German guys, so that we can move on and make the big fight. But as I said earlier on, anything can happen. But Joe's, you know, he's a thorough professional. He's been out of the ring for a long time now, and he needed this fight. He needs a fight, so that's why we've got it on. Joe's uh, advisor, manager, Sam, up here as well. I didn't introduce him. Apologies, Sam. No worries, Jim. <laughs> He'll introduce himself. Don't worry. Tell, tell, us, uh, tell us about uh, Joe's mindset as he comes towards this. Speaking short, Mark. Um, Joe's been out a long time. It's been a frustrating time for him, to be honest. Um, he was meant to fight Marco Hook in January. And through no fault of Frank's hours, he was that fight... He, Marco Hook pulled out a week before that fight. So then Joe went on holiday, had a bit of time out, came back. We made the, uh, the fight with Daniel, and 
that fell through. Again, no fault of our hours, uh, of, of anyone's. The uh, pandemic came in. He's, he's, uh, he's not getting the best of luck at the moment, but on Saturday, that's going to change. And 35th birthday coming up fairly soon, I think, isn't it, Joe? Yeah, so in September, I'm going to be 35. Wow, imagine that. Well, <laughs> I, still feel, I still feel young and youthful, so uh, i still got plenty of time to go. Well, we're not going to give him the bumps. <laughs> uh, good luck. <laughs> Michael, tell us about your thoughts about, uh, about Joe as a boxer. You've obviously seen him fighting at the Olympics. You'll have seen him as, a, as an amateur as well as as a pro. What are your thoughts on him as a fighter? Joe as a fighter is a good, tough opponent. He has a good amateur career. He did some good fights as an amateur. He has already some good names in his record as a bro. That's the reason because he's under the top 15 in the world. So I respect him as a fighter, but but, can happen. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, this is a fantastic opportunity for you. Yeah, I got the call three weeks before, yes. And uh, Aaron was asking me if I want to fight him, and I said yes, because I want to fight the best of the world, and he's one of them, and I said yes, immediately. Do you think they're underestimating you? Uh, yes, I think so. Let's, uh, let's hear from Joe then. Uh, underestimating him. Are you? Uh, have you been able to study him? Do you know anything about him? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've looked at his, his performances against like FAA Jagba and Tony Yoka. So he's a, you know, he's a very skillful uh, European-style boxer and, um, you know, be coming to win and take my scalp. So I'm not going to take him lightly. I'm going to, you know, I've been doing my training and the training camp's gone well. And so you're going to see a really good performance from my side. And uh, I think he's going to bring it as well. How frustrating has it been being out of action for so long? Sam talks about the 10 months now out of the ring. How much has that hurt you? Yeah, it's, un it's unfortunate. Like, it, it was, um, I was waiting around for the European title with Marco Hook, and then, you know, that didn't end up happening. And then, um, you know, getting ready diligently for Dubois, and then, um, you know, the virus kicks off. So then um, it's just, it's been a bit of a dodgy a uh, dodgy year, <laughs> but um, I'm, you know, very happy to get back in the ring, dust off the cobwebs and, you know, just get under the lights again and, you know, it might be a bit weird uh, with no crowd, but uh, it's, you know, we're going to get in, in the four, in, in the four corners of the ring and um, get back, get back into the sport that I love, so... What will you What will you be looking to produce? Is it about sending a message to Daniel? Um, I don't really. I mean, it's just about me, myself, and um, getting myself into the best possible um, space, and you know, getting back in the ring, taking, uh, being under fire again, and you know, getting a win under my belt again, and then keep going with that momentum, and then um, take down uh, Triple D over there. I know a lot of people will follow their boxing on social media, those watching in with BT now, and also those uh, watching on other platforms, and they'll be well aware of your sparring session with Martin Bacoli. Tell us about how that went. Yeah, he's a good fighter, man. He's very skillful. He's like a big tank coming forward at me, throwing lots of shots from different angles. I, I, I rate him. I thought he was good. And we had a really great sport, spar. Uh, we did around eight rounds, 
and you know it's the best preparation for my fight um, Saturday. When you look at your career so far, Joe, how much more have you got to give? How, how, to what extent have we not seen the full Joe Joyce yet? Well, I have, you know, I've still got, I've still got, you know, quite a few years to go, and, you know, I, it took a while for me uh, to learn, and, you know, I'm still improving, still, uh, I continue to improve, and, you know, I'm, I'm quite the perfectionist, so I, I, you know, I make mistakes, but, like, it's about, like, keep on building and learning and um, getting better and better, and uh, I want to be number one in the world in the heavyweight division, and, um, get some of them lovely shiny belts. And you ha you've had to go back, or you've decided to go back to Steve Broughton training for this one. What sort of a difference has that been? Well, I had to, obviously, because I had to exit uh, Vegas really quickly and get on a flight back. So um, Steve Broughton, he's a, you know, he's, you know, uh, trained both me and David uh, alongside Salas. David Hay. Uh, David Hay, yeah. Um, in you know the haymaker gym, so you know he knows Salas's style, and he's uh, you know he's a good pad man, he's a good coach. So um, uh, I've it, you know the training camp's gone well, and um, I think he's uh, he's good. So then I can, so when um, the things finally loosen up, then maybe I can go back to Vegas uh, with um, and be ready, uh, just continuing what I've been learning and improving on upon. What's the tactics on Saturday, Michael? How are you going to win this? Please. Yeah. <laughs> About the tactics, we we have some we have some plans, and we we did uh, we did tactics plans for for the fight on Saturday. I want to go into the details, um, but uh, I will. I will say that we have a good fight, and it will be for for every boxing fans and peoples. There are two good boxing skills fighters. They will meet us on on Saturday, and they will see a good fight. And we're going to see a German win. Of course, of course. Really? <laughs> What's your secret? But I would I will say something. I, I, I'm I will say Joe is a good and respectful man when we meet here. And, uh, he's a fighter as I respect because I'm, I met very big guys in, in the business and they are always with respect. They handle you with respect and um, if, if you're both fighters and you know you're fighters, you go into the ring and give them the people a good show. Yeah? But outside of the ring, we can shake the hands and say, okay, good man. Final word, Frank, looking forward to this one. Well, I am. I, uh, as I said to you, I think we were talking earlier, I, I don't get nervous about um, shows. The show's a show and you get on with it. But I don't want to see this big fight upset and meet, you know, uh, Michael and Erica here to upset it or try and upset it. So that I'm actually, I'm probably more nervous than anybody. I, I want to see Joe come through and I want to see Daniel come through on the 29th. I don't want to see any upsets. We've got a big show in our heads, you know, for October. But these guys are coming to fight. You look at them, they're fit. They're not big old lumps of out of weight. They're fit guys. They've been training hard. And they're here because they fancy their job. You know, very respected promoter 
a manager from Germany here, and he's you know he he doesn't have rubbish fighters. He he's involved in really good quality fighters. These guys are here because they fancy the job. Joe knows he's got a fight in his hand. Daniel knows he's got a fight in his hands, and that's good for the fans. Absolutely, and uh, the show will be on BT, BT Sports on Saturday night. Looking forward to that one. The team going to be producing this behind closed doors. Let's hope that it is uh, an entertaining scrap. And thank you very much for your time. Thanks, we'll, Thanks John. Thank you. We will uh, be talking to Daniel and Joe together in a moment or two. And, of course, the lads here will be available for one-on-one -on -one interviews. Thank you very much. Daniel, would you like to join us, please? Frank, if everything goes to plan, and I say that carefully because there's two large German guys over here who think, uh, who think it might be rather different, but if everything goes to plan, it's uh, a big stepping stone for both guys, Daniel and Joe, on the way to one of the best, potentially, all British top heavyweight fights for many years when these two step in the ring. Well, let's hope that, they, that that is the case, but one thing for sure, when they do and if they do, I think it's been the biggest heavyweight fight in this, or biggest fight in this country this year. I know we've not had a lot on, but there are fights happening now, and it started up, and there was some early part of the year. But it's the fight that everybody was eagerly uh, anticipating. We got it together, as we know from the reasons it's it's uh, it's not happening. But we all want to see it. We want to see it happen. So it's very important that they come through their fights unscathed. Joe. I was speaking to uh, Eric earlier on, and uh, he reckons that you should be going into that fight against Daniel as the favourite. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, the, the bookies don't see it, see it that way, but um, hey-ho. Four to one against you are. Does that, uh, does that shock you? Uh, well, I'm the underdog, so um, I've got nothing to worry about. Because I, I'm supposedly going to lose, so I've got no pressure yet. Uh, Daniel has got um, some, a lot, a big pressure to big boots to fill. You've seen Eric, and you you've worked with Eric in the past. How uh, how tough a fight potentially has Daniel got at the end of August? Yeah, I was quite surprised when um, you know I saw who who was who was going to fight. Because uh, Eric, Eric Pfeiffer is no joke. I've seen him in the amateur circuit. You know, he's done two Olympics and WSB. You know, he's a, he's a very skillful boxer, and from sparring him as well. So, you know, it's going to be. A, it's going. I'm interested in seeing it. Definitely. 
Do you get fed up talking about all this, Daniel, and uh, asking people asking the questions and how you feel about being a big favourite in a terrific all-British heavyweight fight? A little bit, but um, <laughs> I just, you know, I prefer to, to do the fighting. Um, I, let, um, I let my performance speak for itself, and that's what I most enjoy. Do you look at the odds when people say, oh, you're a big odds-on favourite? Does that, does that impact on you? Do you even think about that? Um, not really. I'm just, I don't look at numbers. I, I know what I can do, so I'm going into every fight confident and um, ready, to, ready to fight, ready, ready to rumble. You'll be watching on Saturday night, will you? Of course. See Joe course. in action? Of course. You know, every show right now I'm going to be watching. So um, we've missed boxing and now it's back on. I'm, I'm really going to get, get my head back into it and training's just underway. So I'm really excited. Do you think he's going to show you anything new at this stage or do you know everything there is to know about, jo about Joe Joyce? Um, stars make fights, so I don't know what this guy's going to bring. So we'll just have to wait and see. You two guys heading for this massive fight, you must must be hoping, start with Joe first, but you must be hoping that that enormous crowd, a sellout crowd at the O2, is going to be there in force and there 100%. Yeah, it has to be. Like, it's a, you know, the biggest fight, British fight going. And that's why I wanted to get involved with it. I was thinking, this, like, what other fights are there out, for me, uh, out there for me? And Dubai has uh, been beat built very well by um, Frank Warren here so um, you know it's gonna it's just gonna capture the boxing imagination and it's gonna be one hell of a fight dangerous to look past Saturday I know Daniel but the prospect of taking part in that must excite you as a young athlete oh very very much um, it's, it's early days even for me in my career and and to be, you know, in the position, and it's just a testament to all the hard work and the commitment made my family's put into this sport. So, I'm glad it's all, you know, it's, I've got to this point. I can go a lot further. Well, we're going to be able to follow the story on BT Sports starting on Saturday night, and it's a, a fascinating drama of two British heavyweights striving to get to the very top. Frank. Well, it's a, uh, you know, it's a massive journey for both of them. This is, uh, you know. This is a moment in time. It's happened through unusual circumstances, and who'd ever thought that they'd be cheering each other on? And that's what's going to happen, because they'll both be funking for e both, in, both of them to win, to get the big one on in October, and that's what we're looking for. It's going to be a good fight on Saturday. These are good fights. They're good fights. They're going to be good fights to watch, and we're going to see two guys who are the up-and-coming heavyweights in world boxing taking on two very, very well-experienced fighters. So that's going to be good news. I'm certainly looking forward to it. Be sure to join us then. We're going to do uh, face-offs in uh, just a moment or two. And as I said earlier, you have got the opportunity for one-on-one -on -one interviews as well. But in the meantime, thank you very much indeed for coming to this quite spectacular setting for a very enjoyable boxing press conference. Well, we thought we'd put our press conference up in my garden. <laughs> thank you very much.